Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Solo. And today we're going to be doing a showdown between Alma Mater, Coimbra, and Lorenzo Il Magnifico. So thanks for joining us for episode number 55. Residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean going back for a pass. I I'm throwing in the ball. I'm throwing in the ball. Touchdown! 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 Your team finally won, Dean. <laughs> the Lions finally won against a good team. At that, I was not so against a good quarterback. That game specifically, Murray did not have a gr great game. I was so proud of your boys. I was so happy for you. Yeah. That's it. You know what I was saying the whole time? We're going to lose. We lost this game. Yeah. I'm at, I I am that's how I live my life. When I watch the Lions, I know we're going to lose the game without a shadow of a doubt. We're going to lose the game. That's how I that's how I'm watching every game. We should do a tournament of teams based on their mascots and who would defeat who. A Lion would be really tough to defeat. For sure it would be the Cardinal. Yeah. You know? That would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, but your team's what the Titans. What about a Titan? <laughs> oh my a Titan would be rough, wouldn't it? They're going to beat everybody. That's why you want to do this. I, I didn't even think about that, actually. Okay. I promise. Viking, about, that would be another good one. Or a cowboy. Pew, pew, pew. Could a cowboy, I guess if they had a gun, they could shoot the lion. The lion's pretty tough, though. That's right. Remember on Parks and Rec, whenever Andy Dwyer, they did that uh, thing, and he just got an army of lions? Have you watched... Hmm? Whenever they're doing the um, the peace thing, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. What I've that seen was. all the episodes. I cannot remember that one. When they're doing, I've not seen it as much why, as you I, have. Like though. no, this this proves right here, Meeple Town, that Dean and I don't talk about any of this stuff before it starts because I would easily remember what this is. When they're doing the thing and Leslie and Ben start fighting in the midst of the, uh, oh my gosh, I almost want to pause the episode. Are there real lions right in this now. episode? No. It's hypothetical. Why can I not think of this? Okay. Are we starting over? We're good? Can we start? Yes. No. I don't want to start the whole episode over. They needed to hear yeah. that. Yeah, that would be a waste of one minute of our time. <laughs> our time is very valuable, John. We can't handle that. All right. So, should we just dive in with a poll? Just like, right. Let's just go. Let's do let's it. Let's just go feet first, uh, head first. What? Does this have to do with a pizza? It, oh, yeah. Do you want to do yours while I'm pulling up the poll here? Yeah, mine wasn't really like a poll that we did on the Twitter. But this is not Meeple Town. This is the college students Dean works with. So if you, have, if you follow us on Twitter, you saw some pictures that were posted that were pretty horrifying. Um, it's Halloween time. Or delicious for Dean. <laughs> Somebody had posted a picture of a pizza that was covered in candy corn mm. and then cooked in the oven. And I, I posted that picture. I didn't take it. I didn't eat it or anything. But I just wanted to know people's response to it. And it was not good. We had some people that threatened to block us because of it. Like, it was that. Including myself. John threatened to block Meeple Town because the of The model it. UN. Okay. Oh, 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 okay, got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Oh my yes. gosh, oh, I don't was... know. Why he tried to have. A, he wanted an army of lions. That was good. Yes, I remember. And that April now. had the moon. Okay, but yes, that that this picture 
is more frightening than anything else I've seen Halloween related. Oh, uh, right, Halloween related. However, somebody else posted a picture of he was that was more horrifying. a peep pizza. Oh, which sounds just awful. If you don't know what this any of the, these are, candy corn is corn syrup, probably like hardened corn. It's like sugar. Yeah, and peeps are these marshmallow sugar. Dipped yeah. in sugar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Marshmallow <laughs> chiclets. Yeah. Chickens. Little baby chickens. Okay, little so I'll say chickens. I'll say two things. One, we might get some unfollows on this. I actually kind of like candy corn. I don't love it, but I do like it. Okay, I don't hate candy corn on it, but honestly, I don't like it. Okay. So it's like, it's not, I don't hate anything because I can eat anything. I mean, that's just the reality. I'm the same way. But I don't, I would never, hardly ever choose it. Except I would choose it over a peep. Okay, I would too. I do not like peeps. I I don't like marshmallows. I can, I can eat peeps. Uh, the chocolate covered marshmallows that they do at Easter time. I do like those. Um not me. Here's okay, listen to this though. Maybe see if this sounds appealing to you. You take a peep, you roast it over a fire and make a s'more out of it and so the the sugar on the outside hardens and makes like this hardened Have marshmallow thing. Oh yeah. Is it good? Make a s'more out of that? Uh it is okay. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, what's this poll? It sounds more amazing than what it probably actually is. I get, okay, to, so guess. I asked, I get to guess the poll this time, y'all. So I asked my students last night, just kind of an impromptu thing. I threw some pictures up there, the peat pizza, the the candy corn pizza. Which one? You're forced to eat this, by the way. You have to eat this pizza. Which one do you choose? Do you have to eat the whole thing or just try it? Because um, to me, that actually would matter. I don't think anyone can eat a whole pizza like this. You would either die, throw up, or pass out. One of those three things would happen. There's no way that you could eat a whole peep or a whole candy corn pizza. I'm going to say the students said peep pizza. That they would choose that? Yep. Slightly. So I would say it was pretty split. It's a Homer! Homer! <laughs> going, 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 going. I've got 100% of the polls correct. <laughs> It was it really was pretty split. The the biggest complaint was the like the texture of the candy corn once it's cooked and then mm. re like hardens, I guess, once it cools off a little bit and rehardens. That was the big complaint. Is rehardens a word? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I to me I just thought like if I was going to eat more than one piece that candy corn would be so sweet and dense that would be hard to continue to eat. That's why I asked that question. Mm -hmm. I would personally choose the candy corn pizza. I would too. Yeah, I would too. Although I will say that the peep pizza kind of looked like, um, like, you know, like the real mozzarella on pizza. It kind of had that little feel to it, but then you're yeah. like, you got these eyes staring back at you, which is a little, a little disturbing maybe. But anyway, that's the go. poll. Well, I would not like to eat either of these. Um, and let's just put it out there. I'm trying to get Dean to do a YouTube video where we do both. I actually threw out the idea of like all these different seasonal dessert pizzas. So, oh, by the way, it's just a normal cheese pizza with those toppings on there. So it's not like they're making it to be really good. It's just like pizza and then throwing these on as toppings all over the top. So I said, why not? Why not do a pumpkin pie topping pizza, or why not do a that might uh, actually a be decent candy cane pizza? Mm. 
Freshen your breath minty, while you're eating pizza. Minty fresh. Okay, so here's a poll. You don't like that? For those who are new to our podcast, we do talk about board games, and we will get there in a second. But not now, suckers. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Here's the poll that I did. Actually, Dean came up with this one. So there you go. <laughs> Do you look forward to all the pumpkin spice lattes, donuts, etc. the fall brings? Do you think Meepletown is looking forward? Because there's pumpkin everything. Y'all know that there's pumpkin spice this. Whatever. All day long. You can go anywhere. You're going to see it all. Everyone's got a, a fall something. A pumpkin something. A spicy something. Are you ready for me to answer this? Are you I'm actually kind of having fun. Do you like pumpkin stuff? Okay. I like pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Do I get super jacked? Up? Let's just let's go to the poll first. What do you okay. think Meepletown says? Oh, you want me to answer what Meepletown yeah, says? Yeah, it's yes or no. Here's the thing, John. Okay. Do you look forward to these things? Somebody's eating pumpkins, right? They wouldn't keep making everything pumpkin spice unless people were eating this. So That is a true statement. If the answer is no, people are lying. Some people are lying. Okay. So the answer is yes, people are eating it. The answer is no. Yeah. Then somebody's lying. <laughs> but there doesn't have to be everyone. Hey, listen. Come on. The McRib. Everyone doesn't eat the McRib. Somebody's eating but the, it. But somebody is. The majority of... 38% of people said yes to this. So that's right. That makes sense. It doesn't have to be a majority. You did ask if people get hyped about it, though. So I said, do they look forward? Yeah. Say so hyped. Th- the people that said no could still be eating it. They're just not, like, super pumped about it. I didn't say super pumped. I said look forward to it. <laughs> Stop twisting my ro- words. People are eating it. People, just, other people might not be thinking like this is the best thing since sliced bread. Stop twist. Yeah. Hey, I you, saw this cartoon the other day. I saw it. Too. Did you see that? Yeah, I sent it to a bunch of people. But then I thought Dean follows this. Is friends with our friend on Facebook, so he's already seen it. Uh, Brian, maybe I think is who posted that. I can't remember. No, it was John. John Michael. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to explain it? I mean, or, or you can't just leave the. <laughs> It's not going to be that funny, I don't think, over the air, by the way. <laughs> Look it up then, people. Okay. It was, uh, <laughs> I forgot what it was. Yeah, I totally forgot what it was. It was a picture of a of like a Roman soldier holding. The uh, Another guy was holding sliced bread. And then the other guy was holding just like, like uh, bread that you pull off, right? That's what it was. Like, I, don't, I don't know if he was holding anything. Was he not? I don't, I, I didn't notice that. Okay, maybe you should explain it, because apparently I can't remember what it was. It was just a dude holding sliced bread, and the guy was like, this is the best thing I've seen since ripped bread. That's what it was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so stupid. Oh. oh, my goodness. I'm so glad I could explain that well. I actually probably just could have looked it up. There you go. Um, yeah, right. you could have. That's right, preparation. <laughs> that Again, this proves that we, we have no idea where this is going to go, and then we get back to board games, which is what we're going to do right now. Right, Maybe. Dean? Maybe. I might just be looking up cartoons about sliced bread right now. Dean, what game or games have you been playing lately? Wait a minute before we do this. Oh, my gosh. I want to know what people think about our top our top ten list, John. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, okay. Hey, this is good. This is good. Maybe. Maybe so it's So we did, we released Meeple Town. So this is definitely board game related, and it's wonderful. We released our top 10 games of all time. Now, let us preface this because apparently some people Maybe did we not, should have done that in the video. Did not understand. I did call you about this, though, and I said, should we be more specific? And you said, just right, of all time. Remember that? Of all time. I want it to be These definitive. These are our personal favorite 
games of all time, and y'all heard them on the podcast. Well, there are these things. Have you ever heard of these things called trolls on the interwebs? I don't think they were trolls. <laughs> this is it. We should do a poll on this. We should have everyone read these comments and see if they were trolls. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I always assume the best out of people. Maybe that's the difference. You do. You do. And I and I honestly, I just think it's I think it's fun. But should we just should I actually read these or should we just kind of do some generalities? I, I don't know. Let's let's not misquote. So let's just straight up quote it if you want to do this. Okay, let's do it. This is All John's right. idea, by the way. It is because here's the thing, y'all. Board gaming, this should be, to me, is fun. We get so serious about stuff, so can we not look and just laugh right now? Let's stop being so serious. Golly, man. Why so I was reading, I'm not going to say who it was, but I was reading some posters from board game people that are taking things way too seriously this morning, and it was getting my... Getting me in a tizzy, wasn't it, Dean? And I was like, oh, seriously? Come on. Like, let's just have some fun. Golly. All, All right. right. What do we got here? First first comment says, I can't. I just can't get past the poor components of underwater cities, plus the drab look of the board and visuals. I have no idea what this feller's talking about. The components are, that. I think, are and The great. visuals are good. Yeah. I have no idea what's, you know, I usually don't care about bling but this game doesn't have blong <laughs> are you laughing Did, was that what it was yeah, it says i game? usually don't care about bling but this game doesn't have blong <laughs> that was great okay that was a good one that was a good comment i appreciate that that made me laugh add in the extra 70 dollars cost to fix these problems with expansions and it's adding insult to injury a same problem with brass. It looks awful. Oh my goodness! And the theme is a serious detriment to entry unless you are a coal miner. Brass is awesome. Amazing. Visually, it's amazing. 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 That is actually factually incorrect. I'm telling you. Would you say that's right? That's that's not an opinion. I mean, you that can have <laughs> you can have your own opinion, but like, <laughs> Just wow. I'll, I'll say that this this person has to absolutely be in the minority by saying that. I'm not saying there aren't other people that agree. I'm sure there are. Everdell is really cute, but they have to put this big useless tree bling. But they should have put the useless tree bling in underwater cities. <laughs> I, I always thought underwater cities would be much better with a giant tree sticking out of the board. My wife enjoyed the animals for a game or two, but it's way too random. Terraforming Mars is one of the most overrated games in history. <laughs> I know there are people that don't like Terraforming Mars. I get it. I do. But it's isn't it ranked like three or four overall? Yeah, it's and that's really why this high. person is saying this. But so I will say that you can say that, and it's okay to say that. You have your own opinion. We say that about games. Yeah, that we, we don't you absolutely do. But you are in the extreme minority by saying that, right? Okay. Uh, it takes way too long to play, even with two crap components. And again, okay, the, the components right are that. not bad. Are not good. I mean, excuse me. And takes too long to play. I don't understand why. Like, if a game keeps my attention, I'll play for four hours. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. We've had games that we say it felt too long because it just kept being samey. Right. I don't feel like Terraform Mars remotely is samey over the course of the game. But that's me. That's me personally. Um, sorry, you guys. Oh, I see. Too much randomness. Sorry, you guys can't go any further. I think I will have to unsub. <laughs> unsub and, and, and he of did, I think, picks. right? I don't, it's hard to tell. It's, I don't know. That's it's great. Um, that's great. You know, sometimes uh, addition by subtraction. <laughs> wow. Dean would never say these things. I wouldn't. 
Um, I think John's a troll. Is that <laughs> you're trolling this guy? <laughs> We're gonna do a new segment called I, "Trolling the okay. Trolls." Okay, maybe this is. Uh, I want to hear some feedback on this. This is it finished? Let me finish. Oh, okay. This. Goodness gracious! All right, let's uh, finish this up. Stinchmeyer. I'm sure he prop prop. Oh, I didn't that remember. On purpose. I didn't remember seeing that. Stinchmeyer, Rosenberg, Fister, Lang. Ugh, like eating Cadbury when you could have had Lent. You need to eat somewhere else besides McDonald's. The only positive I can say is you didn't put the king of hacks, Lacerda, in your top ten. So some clapping for that. <laughs> this guy, like you every Stonemeyer, great- Rosenberg, <laughs> Fister, Lang, and <laughs> Lacerda. <laughs> Those are our top designers. <laughs> so maybe we're not the best choice in YouTube channels. I think we're done, guys. I think we're done with Meeple Town because we have we make. Our stuff makes no sense at all. This is fun. Okay, but then I engaged in conversation because, again, I don't assume that people are trolls. I assume maybe this was just a way of communicating distaste, but we could engage in a conversation. So I did. And I feel like things smoothed out he, after that. They, he, he did his top five, Magic the Gathering, by a very wide lead. I, Which is, uh, yeah, I get that. I, I've never played it, but I know how much people love it. I get it. Don't care for it. Used nope, to play, used to play it when thing. I was in high school. Uh, it's not to me. Watergate, I, I don't know. Dean likes that one. Twa, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played Babylonia or Nations. Yep. So I would love to play Nations. But, I mean, to me, to me I just... If, if Dean and I had this conversation, if someone put, you know, games that I'm really not a fan of, like uh, Llama, you know, and stuff like that, I, I just, why do you feel like you should belittle someone else's, what they enjoy as their favorite things? Yeah, if your favorite, okay, now, John and I, we bust each other chops. That's because fun. Because that's, that's what we do, that's right? What, that's what we do. So, like, if your number one pick is Monopoly or something, I would bust your chops. But in reality, if your number one game is Monopoly and you enjoy it, Awesome. That's great. I know. I'm, I'm dead. If that helps, if that puts you in the hobby and gets you excited about playing something, it's this is just when people start taking things just, I mean, too seriously, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, come on. Like, this board gaming is a hobby that was started with fun. I think. Maybe not. I guess I should go back to the history books. <laughs> I'm assuming that someone said, let's have fun and let's invent a game. Maybe someone said, let's invent this game and whoever loses, their head gets chopped off. Ooh. But I don't know. So I need to go look at history. That'd be, that'd be, it's possible. I don't know if I would get into the hobby. If the, if the stakes were that high, and knowing, especially for you, somebody who doesn't win a lot of games, that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's, true. that's a tough hobby to get into. I, I would be dead really quickly. Uh, we had another. Are we done with this nonsense? Nah, yeah, I mean, we had another that wasn't the greatest, but he actually engaged just a whole lot longer there. Engaged you. I, I, I just can't, I can't feed it. Dean. Yeah. You, Dean doesn't. Dean is nice to people. I know. I know, Meepletown, there are trolls out there. But in my heart of hearts, I just want to assume, like, the best out of people. Like, yeah. maybe maybe they're hurting right now. Maybe they're very upset about work and they just got laid off or something. I don't know. Like, maybe something else is going on that made them angry. And I don't want to... I don't want to bash them. I mean, I don't want to, uh, if somebody actually is trolling us, I don't want to get down on that level. You That's know right. what I mean? You're basically Dean is better than them is what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I know you he caught did, me. I know he, he didn't me. mean to, he didn't mean to sound like that. The other thing you need the to know about me. The way you ended that, it kind of sounded like it. <laughs> the other thing you need to know about me is I always assume that I'm better than other people. <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot to mention that part in my statement. All right. This was fun, y'all. This was really fun. I enjoyed that. I have got some ideas for some YouTube videos that we'll probably never... We are going to do, Dean. Okay. Okay. But we'll just leave that for I want to eat the, the pizza future. on YouTube. All right. So with that being board game related, what have you been playing lately? It is fall time. Getting close so to go, Halloween So it goes back time. to last week's podcast. Um, I don't remember what we talked about last week. <laughs> we talked about if you play games seasonally, and almost everyone said no. Oh, yeah, except, except you. me. Me. I and you missed. You swung love, and missed. I love playing games seasonally. And also, I'm a big Disney fan. And Disney's Haunted Mansion is coming out this week, I believe. Yeah. We got a review copy of this. We're going to be doing a video. Well, I say we. It's probably going to be me. <laughs> but... Please. But <laughs> I, d- I have no desire. Please no. Um, but Funko Games Disney's sent Haunted us, Mansion. Funko does- Actually, Funko sent us a bunch of games. Get ready for some Christmas games coming up from Dean again. Um, I'm but, glad you like this stuff because there's people who do and they need to hear about it. Yes. I am not one of them. Haunted Mansion is what I played. Now, um, Haunted Mansion is a set collection game for two to six players and i will say that this game is going to be better at more players probably six would be a really good number maybe it's too many i don't think so i don't think it'd be too bad because the game plays pretty quickly but basically what you're doing is you are moving around and collecting cards from these different locations and these cards are um you know getting certain sets of these cards are going to give you a lot of victory points so if you collect like six of this type you're going to get you know 25 victory points if you collect Two of these, this type, if you collect one, you're going to get zero points. If you collect two of them, you're going to get seven points. And so there's different sets of cards that you can get. So basically what you're doing is moving around the board and collecting those. But different things happen. So if the hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghost passed through your space or land in your space, you're going to get these haunting cards. And haunting cards are bad because here's what happens, John. If you get the most amount of haunting points at the end of the game you have to completely eliminate your highest set of cards. And so, which is really interesting. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's very penalizing. Like, let's say I, get, I have 25 points and you might score like 50, 60 points in this game maybe or something like and that. 25 are in one set. And you got 25 in one set and you have to eliminate those because you have the most haunting points. I thought, ooh, that's going to be really, really bad. But it actually was fun. I, I, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was fun um, at two but I definitely, it's not a sweet spot at two because there's a lot of player interaction in this. There's, there is um, dueling to take other people's cards, which is interesting. Like you have this dial and you're dueling somebody else and you set the number on the dial to a number. And if you have the highest number, that means you're going to have to take that many haunting cards, but you'll get to take their take cards. Their cards. Um, so there's a little bluffing in there. There's a, you know, a little poker aspect and how that works out. Kind of, it's similar to... Um, Scythe, like the battles in Scythe where you have that wheel that you set. You've heard it first from Meepletown. Disney's Haunted Mansion is exactly like Scythe. <laughs> it is pretty much the same game. It's going to be my number three game of all time. Wow. It so will not be that. Can but you play it with your kids? Yes. Yes. Pretty my kids simple. did not play this. Um, there is reading on the cards, um, but it's pretty minimal. Like if you can actually get to the point where you just can see the, the images on the card and know what it does. Okay. Um, I'm really looking forward to playing this with my extended family because I think we would really, really like to play this one. Now, I've played um, Jungle Cruise, which is another Disney ride-focused theme game, Um, uh, and we're actually getting a review copy of that one, too. Jungle Cruise probably, not probably, it overstays its welcome, but Haunted Mansion is a quicker game. 
It is fun. Really enjoy this one. Now, I, if you are not a Disney fan, like if you don't care anything about Haunted Mansion, you might not go out and pick this one. Um, but that's kind of like Prospero Hall focuses on those IPs yep. a lot. You know? That's what they do. Um, I love what Prospero Hall is doing, by the way. They're putting out a lot of really good games. And I think this one, if you like Disney World, if you like Haunted Mansion, I say, I say this is a good one. I'm glad you like it. Yep. I like Pan Am. Yep. So there you go. Nope, that's not. There you go. That's, that's says about nothing it. about Haunted Mansion. That's about it. You don't want to play this one, but that's not your. You don't. I don't you get, hate Disney World. I don't get excited about IPs. I don't even get excited about that excited. I didn't even get excited about the Back to the Future, which is my favorite movie. So that shows you how much I don't care about that. Honestly, the art's beautiful too. Yeah, I love Haunted Mansion: but The Ride s- at Disney. And everyone who disagrees with me is wrong. <laughs> 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 you're stupid and you're wrong. No, I mean, if that's your thing, that's awesome. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it won't be like a, you know, this will not yeah. be a top 50 game, but it'll be one that my family will enjoy playing quite a bit, I think. All right, so Dean, let's talk about one we've both been playing lately. All right, one that is better. Boom. Get ready for this video, by the way. I don't think that grenades go vroom or whatever noise I made there for a Cowboy second. guns don't go pew pew either. Like you yeah, said but earlier. it's more fun to do. Yeah, it's true. Space Cowboys. Maybe. Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. Okay, hear me out, Meeple Town. This video is not released yet, but it will be this week. You will not want to miss the intro to our <laughs> Blitzkrieg video, where John almost, like, seriously injures himself. Would that's you say true. that's accurate? Yeah, the wall almost fell on I me. Thought I thought I was going to have to take John to the hospital. We have a wall that's our backdrop, and it actually has... I have been trapped under it before. <laughs> I wasn't true. here for that. You were not. I was trying to move it all by myself one day, <laughs> and I had it on my back, and I got trapped between the table that we're sitting at right now and it, and I was like about to go, Sean! <laughs> like, I'm like, because he's our, he's our roomie, or my roomie in my office space here, and I finally mustered up all my strength. strength. And I was able to get it off of me, but I, I was really worried for a minute that I was I was for real stuck, and I was really thankful there was someone in this house because I'm here by myself a lot. That would have been interesting. Here's a poll for you: If I would have walked in at that moment, would I have a helped you? No, you probably would have laughed. Be taken a video. Yep, I was okay, going to say laughed right. and taken a picture is what I was going to say. <laughs> so Blitzkrieg, Dean. All right, all right. So this is a very tactical game. This is one v one, and in this game, we're simply going to be drawing a, a few pieces out of our bag to start off with and they're going to be air force um, or naval or army right dean there's some other pieces that do some different things and stuff like that but we're going to be placing them out onto these um what are the uh, theaters right that's what they're called right i want to be as, as yeah so the, as possible. the area is a theater and then each line is a campaign yeah so there's a there's a theater that's there just like dean said and then there are a certain amount of these squares on the campaigns and so the campaign they're related to cities right so you're doing world war ii the theme of this game is world war ii not the theme but the the tagline is world war ii in 20 minutes and so you may be in where dean give me a give me a city um sorry I'm, i've got the expansion in my mind and i can't get that out that's of that's what my i mind. That, um. i'm the same exact way dude. <laughs> I, I, i'm legit thinking about the expansion that we played not that long ago um i need to look up it. a picture to find out what some of these locations are um i think like western europe pacific ocean there you go um eastern europe uh, africa and middle east and then southeast asia so, so there's five of them so you'll be having a, and all of them have a different amount of the square spots and you'll simply be placing your token 
your cardboard piece into one of those and getting whatever bonus is on there. And then let's just say that you put down navy that has a two written on it. It uh, starts in the very center and it will move two over to your side. And so there's this tug of war back and forth and you're going to get points based on when these rows are filled in that particular campaign and whose side it is on. And this game I was not that much looking forward to. Uh, just because I don't really like very tactical games, tug-of-war games in general, but I think I'm warming up to them, Dean. Uh, but I really like this game, actually. Yeah, what, well, yeah we, we actually, neither one of us, it wasn't even on our radar. When we did the Undaunted Normandy video, I think it was, somebody had made a comment, hey, you should check out yeah. um, check out Blitzkrieg. And so I reached out to uh, PSC Games. They sent us a copy of this, and we were both really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. This is a fun game. It really is cool because you feel like you feel like you're satisfied in a war game in 20 minutes. And the weight is 1.78. You can teach this to almost anyone, but it is like I mean it's like chess in the sense of it's not complicated to understand, but I do think there's some depth to this game when it comes to actually playing it and playing there it. There right. definitely is. There really and the yeah. more I play it, I think the more I'm realizing, wow, this is pretty a pretty deep game, simple to understand. But if you're interested in this back-and-forth, two-player tug-of-war type game, even if you're not, I'm telling you, you should maybe look at this because I'm generally not. That's and this true. is one I've been like, if my wife was interested, I would actually pick this game up. You've started, I feel like in, you've enjoyed these games more lately I think I the have. last few times. I will say, when you said um, this is a war game, this is not really a war game, though. It doesn't um, feel so super if, thematic. If you have in your mind, like, I don't like war games... Get, take that out of your mind. It's more like a it's more like a Watergate or a uh, Thirteen Days. It's kind of, I put that, those kind of in that same category, I guess. Um, trying to think of some other ones, but anyway, it's it doesn't feel thematic. But you're absolutely right. The strategies that you take in this, you can take a lot of different strategies, and part of that depends on what tiles you draw out of your bag, yeah, and also what the other person is doing because you have to. You want to have this like strategy in mind, but at the same time, it's super tactical. So what John does. I really have to react to what he does. Do yeah. I want to, you know, go into the cedar that he's really flying through, or do I want to just go and, and do my own thing over Try here? Try to take a bigger lead over here. Yeah. Yep. And then not only that, but you can pick up an expansion for this, which is fascinating, I think. So in the expansion, you have all of these United States cities on the board. And instead of having these different theaters with multiple campaigns, you actually just have these different campaigns in yeah. each city. And it's this alternate reality where uh, the Germans have occupied, uh, where the Germans are have occupied the United States post World War II, and the uh, the Japanese army is invading the German occupied United States, and they have Godzilla as a token in their bag, and it is it's pretty fascinating. Pretty and I don't know which one I like better, John. I think they I, both have their merits. Yeah, they're just they and they play out fairly differently, I guess, because with with the expansion, once you finish a city, then you move to another city and you get to pick which city you want to go to that's yep. adjacent to it, and that really can change the outcome of the game as well. That's very different than um than the base game is. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's it's good. Y'all should check that out. How much is that, Dean? I was trying to look that up. Is this 7.8 with 1.2k ratings? That's not just like crazy ratings, but it's actually not bad either. I mean, it's ranked a thousand overall. I think I think it's fun, man. It's 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 not it's not blowing my it didn't blow my mind, but I think it's a really solid game. I'm yeah, I'm not really sure where you can pick this up. It looks like it's not on Amazon. So if you do, let's see, um, 
If you look at board game prices, let's see what we got available here. I can't even find it on here. It's not, me. dude. Is it wow. not out? Is it not out yet? No, it's out. Wow. So, tough to, so we just got people hyped up about something that you can't find very easily. I'm pretty. Maybe you can get it directly from the uh, PSC website. I'm not sure. Well, let's uh, let's we'll move on to something else, and I might find I might find that information in the meantime. How about that? All this right. is also like PSC Games is based in uh, in the UK, so it might not be easy to find in the United in the States, but but potentially there. <clears throat> so. Yeah, the solo mode was by David Cersei, by the way. Who is crushing it with solo modes. Yeah, doing a great job. All right, so one last thing before we get into our showdown in Meeple Town is I call myself Johnny Solo this week because guess what, y'all? I'm only playing solo games now, except for when I get together with Dean because guess what? And my wife will listen to this. My wife hates me. Oh, my goodness yeah, gracious. She wow. does. She said, okay. I'm done with you. Our marriage is over. That's not true at all. Hey, baby. But she has been busy because she is working um, a lot. And she gave me the ultimatum. It wasn't an ultimatum at all. She just threw down the hammer and said, I'm not playing games with you anymore for a while. And I was like, wow, that was like one of my favorite things to do with you, sweetie. <clears throat> if you can hear the, the sadness in my voice. I feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to say Blitzkrieg is 25 pounds on their website and 10 pounds for the expansion. Boom. All right, go ahead. So I've only been able to play solo games and I want to mention a game that I played the other day and we can briefly talk about it and move on. And that is Empires of the North, the solo mode. I enjoyed it, Dean. You've been telling me it's to play. It's a good solo mode. You've been yeah. telling me to play Empires of the North again. I did. It verified that it's better than Imperial Settlers, the first one for sure, which I I had said that already, but it just verified it. But it's kind of cool that they have these like campaigns that you're doing. There's four different ones in the solo mode. So like there's different things that are going to be taking place. It's not just like the same solo mode over and over and over and over again. And then of course you have how many, how many starting, um, Oh, I'm trying to think tribes or whatever they're called. Do you start off with people's, like I don't know, there's like five or six in the in the pack, like so. There's oh, a lot. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. So like you've got you've got you've got that in conjunction with four different like scenarios that you can play. I really enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed it, and what you did too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, funny enough, we didn't even talk about this at the time. I within the past week, I set up to play solo Empires of the North, or I started to, and I was like, I'm exhausted. I can't do this, so I put it back. Yeah. But I have it sitting out, ready to go this week at some point. Um, I pulled out the what Japanese. Are you doing there? Rubbing your belly. <laughs> I'm really hot, so I undid my jacket and I'm pulling my shirt up and exposing. I feel my very belly. uncomfortable. I'm just most of the time in the studio. I'm sweating right now. Okay, <sighs> it is a little warm out here. All right. <laughs> I think the shirt's coming off, Dean. Oh, I'm gonna do the rest of this episode shirtless. All right, dry heaving right now. All wow. right, so. <laughs> so let's get to talking about. I'm excited to play some more Empires of the North. We've actually got the expansion stuff. Um, I, 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 recently, that's what so. I was going to say was that I pulled out the Japanese islands, and then I realized that I have to learn how these new um, new races work or whatever. So factions, like, factions. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. that's but yeah. And so that was like in one of them. There's like an extra step to it, which was interesting in the whole game. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that was I was like, oh, and then I was same thing as you. I was like, I just don't have time to mm -hmm. learn this, but we got to do that soon. It's just too much, too much. All right, let's Boom. get on to our showdown in Meeple Town. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the moment you've been waiting for, where we will pit similar games against each other and each decide which one is the best. This is the showdown in Meeple Town. 
Alright, Meeple. <laughs> Dean, leave it. Because Dean was literally, he just spent the last 30 seconds clearing his throat and it was actually getting on my nerves. <laughs> and then I go to talk 30 and seconds. I have a frog in my throat. It was actually 10 seconds, but he was like, mm, uh, mm. and I'm like sitting there going, really, do you really need to clear your throat that much? And then, you know, I just, I just judged myself by judging Dean because then I started talking and I had that in my throat. He was about to not put this into the podcast to close it, but I said, let's leave it in. All right. I'm sorry that made you uncomfortable. Yes, it did. All right. So right now we are doing a showdown in Meeple Town. That's better than what you say. No. A showdown in Meeple Town. It's, I've got epic music showdown and everything. in Meeple Town. Do you remember that in part? A, in a world? Where, is that what you're... <laughs> yeah. When they're like... What do they What do they keep saying over and over again? You're talking about like every trailer to every... No, I'm talking like, about Parks and Rec ever. whenever um, Jerry and Chris and... Uh, no, it was Tom and Ben are doing like the, the hate ad or whatever with Leslie Nope. And they're, oh, and they're, right, all, right, and they're yeah. all saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good, actually. Maybe I should stop doing Meeple Town and just be. Oh, uh, thank goodness. I think, yeah, <laughs> a, th- a trailer guy. How about a that? dream is coming true. That's amazing. So we did, we did a review, a full-on review. If you were on last week of Alma Mater, and as you all know, Dean and I were fans. We both gave it the same score, eight and a half out of ten, which gave the first. 2020, a Town He smiled whenever I did that. Okay. <laughs> but it's true. Um, anywho. Focus. Focus here. We gave it our Town seal. So, we decided that this episode, we are going to do a showdown between Alma Mater, Coimbra, and Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Why are we picking these, you might be asking? Go ahead. And it's because of the same designers. So these are the designers. Now, they're not all the same in all of these. So in Alma Mater, we have uh, Flaminia Brasini, uh, Virginio Gigli, Stefano Lupuerto, uh, and Antonio Tinto. And then with Coimbra, we also we have Brasini and Gigli in those. And then Lorenzo Il Magnifico is also Brasini, Gigli, and uh, Luciani. So we've got similar designers in there. And They're part of the same design team. That's right. That's right. They have this... Uh, All Italian designers, great designers. Oh, spoiler. Can we say that off the bat? What? That they're great designers? Yes. Okay. They're great designers. We're, we're going to be comparing three really good games. Excellent games. You're absolutely right about that. These, these folk know how to make a game. Good gracious. Yeah. Yes. The, after playing these, I'm hype for everything they have putting, that they're putting out. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And Dean, here's a cool thing too. Coimbra was a, if you followed our podcast for a while, Coimbra was a game that Dean played. Dean, was it on, um, was it on a, at a con, a convention? No, 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 no. This was just a game day at uh, our buddy Jonathan's house. We played a four player game of Coimbra and I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't, I had this game hyped up like high, yeah, high hype and it did not meet my expectations. So this is one that you, that he legit was like not loving and we got a chance to play it again. So you can see if Dean has changed his mind or if it's the same. Lorenzo Il Magnifico is something that we've played multiple times together. Many times. Several times together. 
All right, and if, if, if y'all heard a little noise in the background, we did have a visitor come in, and I got slightly distracted there for a second, so just want to make mention, but a nice visitor in to, over to Meeple Town, a man whom we love. Anywho, so Dean, let's. do you want to start? Let's start by year. Is that okay with you? Oh, okay. Let's look at the oldest game out of these three. Now, this design team also did Gizia, and there's some other games as well, but we didn't want to go over all you of gotta these. you got to limit it somewhere. You have to at some point limit it, so this is why we, we want to go ahead and go here. But if we're going to go back to 2016, which was four years ago, not too long ago, they came out with Lorenzo Il Magnifico. And so, Dean, let's just get a couple thoughts about those, about each of these, if you, and then just then go at it and say which one's the best and have a battle royale, and let's fight about it. Okay. And flip tables. So what do you think of Lorenzo Magnifico? They will not be able to see that. If you listen to Rolling Dice and Taking Names, it is Lorenzo Il Magnifico! Wow. You should have seen the look on his face. He was so happy to do that. I've been planning that for weeks. What do you think about this? Just a few thoughts about this game. All right. I'm going to make a general statement about all of these before we start with this one. Okay. Every one of these games... I did not love the first time that I played it. Wow. Yeah, every okay. one of these. Every one of them. And I would say this one, the reason I bring that up now, this one was probably the biggest culprit of that. I'll say that. That mm. I really, I just did not love this game. But in this game, you are, you're placing workers out onto a board, collecting cards mostly. Mm-hmm. But you roll the dice... And they determine the value of your workers, which I think is very unique. I've not seen that in, in I don't think, any other game. And everyone uses the same. There's one right, set of dice, using the so same you dice. all have the same value workers. Yeah, yeah. So And it's it's pretty simple gameplay. Uh, there's engine building because you can run an engine, two different types of engines, once you get the uh, specific cards that go into those yep. engine slots. And um, that that's the gist of the game. Now, I will say... The thing that I did not like about this, the reason why I didn't like it the first time I played it, is because if if I play a game, uh, Agricola is a game that I like, but it also stresses me out because you feed your workers. This has that same feeling with the faith track, because if you don't rise up on this faith track, which is um, just collecting these, these yeah. cross symbols... Um, if you don't go up on that track, something bad is going to happen to you. And this, this triggers if you every don't appease the round. church. If you don't appease the church, then Satan is going to attack you. That's right. Or the church is going to attack you. Somebody is going to attack you. Something's going to happen. But it is. it can be very crippling if you do not do that. And it can be... I mean, these are big penalties. That's what's interesting about this game, though, is it can be crippling, but it also cannot be. Like, there are some... Some things... And it changes every game. There's, there's three different times this happens every other round in this game. But some of the penalties aren't that bad. And also, the faith track scores you points so if you don't pay the church your faith you can continue to go up this track which dean in the last game got to the end easily scored 30 big old whopping points and beat me because of that so i could have gone like six or seven more spots on that board which doesn't usually happen yeah which is crazy i on the other hand am different than dean the first time i played this game i thought i really like this game a whole lot i like the way that you there's so many combinations in the cards and, you know, in the direction that you can go with the cards, with the faith, you can go that there's the, um, you can go for end game scoring. You can go for those, you know, yellow cards that build. There's two different types of engines that you can build in this game, two different types of production thing. I also like how you can use your worker placement to go to a, a production spot and run the way that you run your engine in this game. 
is really, really brilliant. I quite enjoy this. Um, but we'll talk about this a little bit more as progress as time progresses. This is ranked number 97 overall. Then in 2018, Coimbra came out, which is already ranked one, which is ranked 169, which is really high for a game that came out a couple years ago, I think. And Coimbra is going to be this is really interesting, Dean. Coimbra and Lorenzo Il Magnifico have the exact same weight of complexity on BGG, 3.27. I feel like Lorenzo is definitely heavier. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, the gameplay is not. Like, the gameplay itself, but the um, the ability to do well, I think that's a higher barrier of entry. I think would so. Would you say? I do. I really think so. In Although uh, Coimbra can be... There's it, a lot of there's stuff to its, think about. It's stress in its own way for sure. Yeah. Yeah, in Coimbra, it's a it's different because you have we all have the same dice pool. So someone rolls a set of dice and you have the dice pool that you're picking from. And what you're doing is you're going and you're basically getting cards. It's, it has a similar feel. And all these games have a similar have a similar at least feel. I would say Coimbra and Lorenzo Il Magnifico have this most similar feel out of all these three. Because there's four rows, again, instead of columns, there's four rows of cards. And you're picking dice. And what's interesting about this is you want, most of the time, you want the high die because you're going to get to pick the card first. Yet, you have to pay that many coins or armor, military strength. I can't remember what the actual term is. So there's two, basically two forms of currency in this game. And, you, and so you want to get the first dibs, but you also don't want to pay six for that thing. So you have a lot of push your luck in this game. Oh man, well Dean, does Dean really want that one? Does he not really care about that one? Maybe I should go lower and hope that I can get that card. Maybe I get cards that I don't love as much to save some cash because I am going broke because I want to buy some in-game scoring cards. A lot to think about. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. The, and the way the dice work is, is pretty brilliant because when you pick a die, you care about the number for picking cards you also care about the number for your currency but you also care about the color because that sets off your income and you're going to get there's four tracks that you're going up and you're only going to get to go up three of them or one you know twice or something like that because you only have three die Mm -hmm. so you may only go up two of those tracks around or three and you have to determine which one's worth it which one's not worth it yeah Interesting, yeah. huh? It is. It is interesting. Those those are interesting decisions. And I think, you know, I, again, going back to what I said earlier, the reason why I think the reason why I struggled in in not caring for any of these games when I first played them is because something didn't click within me about the engine building in these games when I initially played them. And so for all of these, except Lorenzo, I think Lorenzo actually did really well my first game. Um, but I felt very stressed out and felt like I couldn't do what I really, really wanted to accomplish. But once I kind of get an idea of how the game plays, that second, third plays are so much better and and it just gets better and better. And that's, that's, um, it's really interesting. I can't think of other, I can think of other games that are like that, but this consistently, like consistently their games, I don't like the first time that I play. It's interesting. And then really, really like them on subsequent plays. Yeah. That's interesting. So, did did Coimbra, excuse me, did Coimbra win you over? Coimbra won me over. Wow. So Dean yes. did a one eighty almost, right? You went from this no, was, no, 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 because I liked it. I just didn't yeah. love it. This was one that you've been saying it was on the top of your list to try again. Yeah, because, because you thought I, thought I would had, like it. You thought you would like uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah. And Dean was right in this in this. Instance, there you go. Right. Yeah, and one thing that we can also do during the showdown is if you have not played any of these games. 
we want maybe we could help point you in the direction for which game is the best game. No, I'm just kidding. What's the best for you? What you would actually probably enjoy the best? Yes. Coimbra is the most streamlined of the three games, in my opinion. I think it's the easiest to understand the rules and the most streamlined. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I would I would say that's probably the case. There are some uh yes, yes, that's absolutely right. If you play somebody who's played this before though, they'll probably do pretty well against you. Sure, right? sure. They'll, they'll probably beat you. Um but the way that the game plays is not super yeah. difficult. It's it's pretty easy to grasp and honestly, I think all of these kind of are that way. Alma Mater has more going on, but at the same time, like it's basic worker placement, yeah. you know? That's the 2020 game. Uh, <clears throat> now, Alma Mater is ranked 3,789 overall because it just came out. Right now, they've people have it weighted at 3.47. I agree with that, about 3.5. That's what I would probably give it. Uh, right now, it's rated 7.8, which Dean and I both gave 8.5. So we actually gave it pretty high scores. I'm, we're not going to go over the, all the details on Alma Mater because we just did that last podcast, but it is worker placement. Um, so it's a little bit different instead of just selecting die a die and then doing what it says or pick picking the card or whatever you're going to be placing your workers out onto the board a little bit more like lorenzo il magnifico um but you're going to be getting students for your university you're also going to be getting professors for your university which your professors allow you to do uh, actions like an extra action that turn and so uh, you have two forms of currency in this game as well basically books and um and and, and ducats you're right. right you're right ducats you win yeah he was calling it ducats Sounds like that sounds like some Tennessee stuff right there. It probably is. Man, do you see that ducket over there? I think we can it's, move whoa! on. Whoa! You said ducket. I'm ready to move on. I said, but that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about that currency. <laughs> All right. Um, so that those are actually the most similar when it comes to that mechanic, though, the placing the workers and stuff like that. So, Dean, all three of these games, what do you like and dislike? Which ones are the best? For you personally, what might other people like better if X, Y, or Z? Yeah, so um, Alma Mater, I'll start with that one. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. I like the um, I like the going up the track. I really enjoy, uh, sorry, the, the track on the left side, left side of the board? The research track. Research track. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Um, and the interaction between other players, it costs a lot to move up that track potentially, you know, and it gets more expensive. But you also are getting bonuses, and you really need to move up that track to be able to get a lot of points at the end. Yeah. Um, I like that. I really enjoy the uh, the drafting at the beginning of the game um, where you take those cards, and you'll this determines what you're going to start the game with mm-hmm. and kind of helps you um, even start off on this path, you know. Lorenzo does this too, but... But Lorenzo is conditions, like you're drafting cards to gain these conditions that will give you bonuses. So like mm-hmm. if I you know, get a certain amount of points or a certain amount of coins or whatever, then I'll get to get this bonus. In Alma Mater, you're just getting these things right off the bat that it feels like you start off with a lot uh, in, in Alma Mater, and I really like that. And I also... You really like that card drafting at the I beginning. I do. That's, that's I one really of your do. favorite parts. Huh? I think, yeah. Do you like so. the card drafting in... Alma mater better than Lorenzo Il Magnifico. I do that's for sure because you just like getting the resources. Okay, cool. Could you just get it right, like with Lorenzo? And not only that, but it's interesting because if you have the lower total out of those, um, so they each have numbers. If you have a really good card, it's going to have a high number. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, and reverse that. So if you have a lower total than the other players, then you're going to get to choose this other card that gives you a starting ability. 
And I think that's really cool too. So I really, really like how that's done in Alma Mater. I think I like it better in Alma Mater because you will use all the cards. Yes. Uh, in Lorenzo Ilmenifico, you may use two. You could use all four. It's possible, but it's highly unlikely that you're going to. I could have in the last game that we played used all four, but I didn't really need to. Didn't you weren't gonna? Yeah. If you really wanted to shoot for it, you could. Yeah. yeah. And you, and you if that's your goal. But yeah, I think I like that better too. Um, Though I do like the way those cards work in Lorenzo Il Magnifico because they are like perpetual bonuses or once every round you get to do something mm-hmm. instead of just getting resources at the beginning and that's all you use them for. Yep. You know what I mean? But the, I think the drafting is, I feel like it's more fun for some reason for me in Alma Mater. Yeah. I don't not really know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But it's that. fun. It's really fun in Lorenzo as well. And that's no. not non-existent in Coimbra. Now, Coimbra, what I really like is the is the dice drafting. I enjoy dice drafting. Let me rephrase what I just said. It is not non-existent. It's just different in Coimbra. Correct. You're going to put two cards together. If Dean and I are playing, two other cards together, and Dean picks which two that he wants. So it's a little quicker. That's why I think Coimbra it's not just as feels more streamy. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't seem as interesting to me as well, but it's still... It's still fun. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, Coimbra, I, I enjoy dice drafting and then the, the moving up the tracks and the interaction between the the like the color of the dice and moving up the track, I think, I think is really interesting. Um, good card combinations, that sort of thing. But overall, mm-hmm. I just dice drafting is something I really enjoy in games. Yeah. I, yep. I agree with that. And then Lorenzo, I, I think it's unique. And... Let, me, let me hit on a couple things on Alma Mater. Okay, go for it. And is that okay with you? No, but go Dang ahead. It. Go ahead. All right, so I said this last week. that I, The thing for me that I like about Alma Mater, the thing I like the best about it is that is I feel like it's all about timing because of that research track that Dean made, like setting up the right things at yeah. the right time because there's this one thing where you can go up three on that research track, which is a big deal. Now, the research track isn't the whole game. You can come in last place and absolutely still win the game. But it's very satisfying when you're able to go up you know, two or three on that track in one move and also do something um, yeah, yeah. go in one move because you've lined everything up correctly or you can get the professor that you want because you've gotten all the books lined up correctly. It, it, it just it's I feel like there's a really cool like timing piece to that game that that is satisfying for me and gives you those clever feeling moments when you're like, yes, or you really can feel dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. If you're not uh, dumb is not the right way, but you can, it can be frustrating if you're not if it's not working out well and you're like, man, I'm just wasting so many moves because you don't have a ton in that game. Right. You know, especially early in the game. you got four masters. You may not have any professors, which means you can't give any lectures. So I, I do I, – I liked it about the game. Go ahead to – what are you going to, Lorenzo now? Yeah, so Lorenzo, I like the um, – all of these I'll, I'll also add. They also all are point salady a little sure, bit. Yeah. I would say Lorenzo's maybe the least of those potentially. Maybe nah, not. No, nah, maybe not. All, no, no, no. There's a lot of no, ways you can get points there, too. Ways, yeah. So I, I think they're all point salady, which I like. Lorenzo, I really like, um, and I know that you'll you'll touch on this, but the engine building part, I, I like that part. But I just like the when you roll those dice and you add value to the different workers. Yeah. Um, I just think that's really interesting. And it's everyone has the same value. Um, but you're going to have to get these, the, the servant meeples to be able to up those, you know, to, to change the value of those dice and the interaction between those is really interesting. Um, but, but a lot of what I like in all of these is the point salad nature of them. Yeah, I do too. I I like a point salad game. I do. I like a game where... Meaning you can score points in a lot of different a ways. A lot of different ways, yeah. yeah. And I like that. And trying to figure out what's the best way to score the most points is kind of a fun puzzle for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, in Lorenzo, like you, d- you did mention, Dean, I love the production moments that feel good. Not only... So you're lining up cards on one of two rows for your basically your big production moments. But what's interesting about this game is 
every card has a dice pip number. So if I have a three value worker, but my card has a four pip, then I have to increase that value with one of my servants to four, or I can't use that card when I run my engine. So choosing when to run the engine plus in a two player game like Dean and I've played a lot of, that is, there's only one spot. So like you have to really, that's a coveted spot in the game and when to go and which die or dice, uh, which die, excuse me, to use is really interesting, but it can feel so satisfying when you run an engine and you're getting victory points and you're getting coins and you're doing different things like that. And you're like, yes, this feels so powerful. One of them is mostly about getting resources while one of them can be victory points or coins or something like that. There's two different types of engines that you can build. Those are so satisfying in the game. And what I like most about Lorenzo, I believe, is that those moments in conjunction with, I just feel like there's a lot of different ways you can go with the characters. It, it just, with Coimbra, it's a little different because it's it's a lot of going up a track. You know what I mean? Like I'm picking this person to go up this track, this person to go up this track, and it gives me this bonus, which is more coins, or I can uh, get another uh, income, you know, or something like that. And so this one, though, I, I just feel like it's just a lot of different. I feel like it's a lot thinkier. I don't know why it's weighted the same. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot thinkier of like, I've, you've got to figure out. I think you could just really get hosed with Lorenzo if you're not playing it efficiently with Coimbra, you're always going up tracks. You can get hosed. You can get beat by a good player. I get it. But I feel like this could be more punishing. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. I, th I think you are right, John. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking through. Um, there is a decent amount to think about in Coimbra too. Uh, but I think you're right. I think that Lorenzo is a, is a more difficult game uh, to play. That being said, I have done well in my plays I guess yeah. in this and not yeah, he, so well in Coimbra. Yeah, he beat me every time I think we've ever played Lorenzo together. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then the reverse of Coimbra, right? Yeah. So, what's the better game? Okay. All right, so this is the way I'm going to rank these games. I didn't talk about Coimbra as much. I, um You hate it. No, no, I like Coimbra. I do. And so let's start there. Coimbra <laughs> is Coimbra is my lead, would be would get my number 3 overall in these games. I would rate I have rate Coimbra rated at an 8 out of 10, which is still an excellent game. Very streamlined version of these types of games for sure. The dice choices are really smart. I like that about the game. I like going up tracks. But it lacks, um, it doesn't lack anything. What I like better about these other the other games, I think there's just a little bit more thinkiness and a, a, a little bit more, I've got to get my cards to work right for me. Like you really got to make sure you're getting the professors that work well with the students that help you go up the research track. I feel like there's a, with the other two games, there's more plates that are spinning and you're managing the plates that are spinning. It sat is satisfying for me. Coimbra is not as much of that. I could see why if you want a game that's a little simpler, I'm not going to say way simpler, a little simpler, a little more streamlined. Coimbra is the way to go. If that's what you're thinking uh, for me, I like, it's not my favorite, but I still really like that game. My number two choice would be um, Alma Mater. I, I really enjoyed Alma Mater. And to be frank, like I actually, Lorenzo Il Magnifico was in my top 50. is a game that I love. And this is one that I wrestled. And I went, man, I really do like this game. Um, and it, I had to think about it. I actually had to think about it. I didn't think I would. Like, oh, man, which game do I like better? Um, because I like those satisfying timing moments. Really like that. But Lorenzo Il Magnifico, overall, the way the cards play, the way the production moments happen and occur, it is still remains my favorite um, of, of of all of their games, actually. 
and I just really, really enjoy it. So it would be Lorenzo, and actually I've got Lorenzo and, Lorenzo's roughly an eight and a half for me, and so is Alma Mater, and then Coimbra would be an eight, is what I would give them right now. So Okay. Yep. Anyways, those are my favorites. So the way that you made that distinction for people who are looking at this is by the weight. So Coimbra being the most streamlined. I, I would say for me, if I was trying to sell somebody on these games, I would go by the main mechanisms in them. Sure. That's a good so point. So I would say Coimbra if you like dice draft. That's a good point. Um, and then Alma Mater and Lorenzo if you like worker placement. However, Lorenzo worker placement is more unique than Alma Mater. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think there's there's not a lot of unique things about Alma Mater, but I'll start there because Alma Mater is my favorite of these. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Alma Mater is my favorite. And, and again, I don't think there's anything necessarily like super unique about it, but I just think it's it's really fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Again, you know, one of my favorite games of the year so far. Just the player interaction is so cool uh, in this one with buying each other's books. And, and again, like you mentioned earlier, the timing of this one, I think all of that is just really, really well done. Um, the player interactions, Brent. We should have. I should have mentioned that. Interaction. Should have mentioned that about Alma Mater. One of my favorite things is the positive player interaction. For the most part, yes, you can still work replacement spots, but Dean's buying my books. I'm buying his books. Oh, one of those books for something. Uh, one of those books for my income part of the round. But Dean just gave me two bucks, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, and so I, I really like the player interaction in the game. Now there is some player interaction in the other ones, but they're both negative. Yes. <laughs> you know, Coimbra, you're stealing points from other people potentially and, and there's some, a couple other things i'm glad you do. brought that up because that could be a negative for some people yeah and lorenzo blocking spots is uh uh really really big in this game more so than um than the other two i think alma mater has that a lot but you can always work your way in there if you have enough workers lorenzo you can just block them out i mean they can still buy their way into some spots but it's more punishing i think if dean takes a particular tower of the four towers i've got to pay three coins now right. to go to that spot which yeah, that's and that leads to really interesting calls because you're like, man, what do, you're trying to figure out what your opponents are going to go for. You really are. You're like, I don't think they're going to go to that yellow th- yellow row or column, so I'm going to go this one right now. And you could be dead wrong. Yeah. And then it could cost you. And three coins is a lot. In that's right. It is. It definitely is. Um, so I'm a modern, my favorite. Coimbra would be my next one. Um, I really, really like Coimbra. A lot better in wow. the in our last couple plays um, more than the first time I played it. Again, I didn't dislike it. It just didn't grab me as much as I yeah. as I thought it was going to. But I've really enjoyed it. Now I I really enjoy moving up on tracks. That's that's a mechanism that you you know you've listened to us before. You know that's something that I really really enjoy. Yep. This one has that does it really well. Dice drafting is something I love as well. Lorenzo is a game that I just did not love whenever we played it. But, John, I really, really like this Yay. game a lot now. I thought it's, that you were going to have – it would be easily your worst, but you at least had to think about it. Huh? It is It is my least favorite of these, but still, I'd probably have it at about an 8, which is really good. Um, yeah. Uh, Coimbra, somewhere between 8 and 8.5. Eight and I'm not sure exactly where that would land. Um, but, I, yeah, Lorenzo is a lot of fun. And you're right, the engine building, John, is a ton of fun in this game. And there's different strategies that you can take. A lot of the card combos are interesting. You know, you can get this card that lets you get another card. And, like, triggering things in this one is enjoyable. So yep. I would also I would, I'll say that Lorenzo Il Magnifico, you can actually play this on Steam. I don't think it's available on iOS or anything. But the Steam version of this, um, I, I have enjoyed it. I know some people don't love it, don't love the, the way that it looks. For me, I've enjoyed my plays of it on there. So it's that's a good place to check this one out. There you so. go. 
So for me, that alma mater first, Coimbra second, Lorenzo is my least favorite, but something that I really, really enjoy. Yep. My, again, that was for me. Lorenzo is my number one. Alma mater is my number two and Coimbra would be my number three. All right. That's going to do it for our episode number 55. John, tell people how they can get in touch with us. If you're enjoying our podcast, you could subscribe to the podcast. Also, you could leave us a rating. That would be pretty cool. You can go to MeepleTownGames.com to check out all of our stuff. We're at Meepletown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're Board Game Geek Guild 3407. Thanks for coming down to Meepletown. So how do you think people are going to land on this? What do you mean on this? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, how are they going to land? Like, are they going to jump off of something and land on the games?